Hi, babes. I'm Lauren Smith, also known as the sorority nutritionist. I'm a weight loss coach and registered dietitian that knows exactly how to help you lose 10, 20, 30, or more pounds all while having fun. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women from around the world look and feel amazing by following my proven framework. Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. Today, I'm here with Dakota, and I'm going to share a little bit more about her story with you guys. She has struggled with weight loss and weight gain her entire life. Having once been a competitive dancer, cheerleader, and now working in designer fashion, the need to be a certain size and maintain a certain body type has always been at the forefront of her mind. She's currently counting down the last six months before her wedding, and at the beginning of this year, she decided it was time to finally take control of her future health. Dakota lives in Seattle, Washington with her fiance and Corgi, who is literally the most cutest Corgi ever, guys, who is also, of course, her BFF. She's an assistant buyer for Nordstrom, the career path she's always dreamed of taking. With all other aspects of her life perfectly falling into place, she couldn't stand to continuously complain about how she looked and felt. Thank God she met Lauren and she has transformed the way she looks and thinks about food. Welcome, Dakota. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be so fun. Dakota is so fun, guys. You are going to learn so much from her and her crazy inspirational weight loss story now. I know so much about what's going on behind the scenes with your amazing journey, but can you walk the listeners through where you started out to where you are now? Because you've really transformed from just focusing on weight loss to now actually really focusing on fat loss, which is something so many women really struggle with on their journey. So tell us where you were to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So when I came to you, I was the highest weight I had ever been. I think I came to you in in March, pretty recent. And in January of this year, I told myself, you know, okay, my wedding's in a year. I'm going to look phenomenal. I'm going to lose weight by myself and it's going to be great. That was in January. Come March, I'm now the highest I'd ever been. And I was just at a really, really low point, not knowing what to do because nothing I'd done previously was working and it, it got pretty devastating. You know, I hated looking at myself in the mirror every day and something had to change. But luckily, I'd been following you for about a year and I was like, it's time to take a leap, work with Lauren. So I really dove right in right when the program started. Counting calories is the first step you ladies will learn if you get to go through the program too. And that's really where that turning point of weight loss first came. I really embraced every single one of your steps as holistically as possible and tried to trust the program from the start, even though it was, it's really hard changing your mindset that quickly. But I would say, you know, in the first month or maybe even two, I started to lose weight really, really quick, which did include muscle because gyms were closed and I wasn't able to work out. And probably within those first eight to 10 weeks, I lost 10 pounds and I was really thrilled about things. You and I had one month left and that's when you pushed me to start changing my mindset from weight loss to fat loss instead because those first 10 pounds were pretty easy. And we kind of upped the ante on where my strength training went and how to focus more on macros instead of just calorie counting. And a month later, here we are today, still struggling a bit in terms of actual scale movement, but really pleased with where my results are just following your advice and sticking to your method. I love everything you just said. I mean, every woman and real talk guys, make sure to hear me out on this. Every woman's weight loss journey, you're going to lose weight at maybe a different time span than Dakota. And maybe fat loss will come at a different time frame for you. But there is going to be a point at one point or another that I want to prepare every single woman out there for that last maybe five or 10 pounds or even 15 pounds where 
you aren't just focusing on the weight loss aspect of things when you have to start focusing on your body composition. And that means, you know, how much muscle versus fat you have. Because real talk at the end of the day, how you look and feel in that wedding dress or in your favorite outfit or a crop top or jean shorts or whatever freaking clothing that you really, really want to look amazing in. It's not just about that number because how you distribute that body fat really determines how you look and feel in that clothing. And so that's why I think that last month for you was so pivotal because I mean, progress pictures proved it. Yes, you're having not a lot of movement on the scale, but your core is damn tighter, right? And (laughs) it's hard to measure that almost. I mean, besides like a measuring tape if you're really going to measure your core, but you know, how you look as well is so important in addition to that scale movement. Yeah. The last month really was kind of what rocked my whole world and everything that I knew about weight loss, because you had mentioned in the beginning that I have struggled with weight loss and gain throughout my life. Those first 10 pounds have never been that hard for me to lose once I actually tried. It's feeling good once I lose those 10 pounds because you know we love to use skinny fat as an example, but I never actually felt like I looked as skinny as the scale was telling me. So I think focusing on that body composition and making sure that you're eating enough protein and doing the right workouts for you is such an integral part. And I'm just so thankful that I finally learned that from you. Yeah. And I think going back, kind of giving us a timeline or more information on the types of programs you were on before is going to be so interesting to contrast into obviously what you do now and what your diet looks like now. But before finding sorority nutritionist weight loss and calorie tracking and really changing your mindset to fat loss on your journey, what types of programs or diets were you on before and what kind of results did you get from them? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so glad you asked. So basically since I was in high school and I'm 27 for everyone listening. So it's been quite a while since I've been in high school, but my very first diet I ever did was Weight Watchers. And I did it my senior year. Weight Watchers. Oh my goodness. The amount of women I interview that have been on Weight Watchers is buck wild. Anyway, continue Dakota. Well, it's like, my God, you know, Oprah does it. Why can't you do it? So of course everyone wants to try it. But so I started senior year because I wanted to fit into my prom dress. I lost, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds doing Weight Watchers because you're essentially cutting calories. You just don't understand that or know how many calories you're cutting because you speak to points for anyone who is unfamiliar with Weight Watchers. So I probably did, I don't know, three, four months before prom, lost a bunch of weight. And then right after prom, gained it all back. But I was always in this mindset that I needed to do Weight Watchers because I lost the weight initially. So it would totally work. My issue with Weight Watchers is that I don't understand why foods are good or bad for you in that case. When you're on Weight Watchers, you can eat cake. And I'm not saying that you don't promote fun foods because you definitely do, but I would eat cake all day and just have it fit my points for the day. I was probably eating like 30 grams of protein and like hundreds of grams of sugar every day. And it was a miracle that I even lost that weight to begin with. So that was basically my whole life. I flip-flopped back and forth with struggling with Weight Watchers. And then I've also tried Hold30. My fiance threatened to kick me out of the house when I did Hold30 because I was so angry. I was just so mean and food deprived and angry. And then I also tried juicing. And again, he threatened to kick me out of the house because I was so rude. I did not know you tried juicing, Dakota. Yeah. It's shameful. I didn't want to tell you. Oh my goodness. Well, it's okay. Guys, if you're listening to this and you have juiced or done a cleanse, I mean, I hear you. We've all been there, done that. Most of us. And even Dakota has come from juicing to now, which is like so inspirational. And yeah, I mean, when we're hangry, obviously you may not get the results and you may binge or whatnot, but also it can affect your damn emotional relationships. Like when I'm hangry, my fiance does not want to be around me either. Oh my goodness. And that's why I think learning a way of eating that's going to fit your social life too and your relationships 
relationships is so important because, I mean, if you're going to be a raging bitch to your significant <laughs> other, I mean, hello, guys, it's going to be a major issue. Yeah. Luckily, we put those differences aside and he's still going to marry me, which is great. Of course. I love you. Thank God. But yeah, like I said, the most important thing to me was just knowing what foods are actually going to fuel my body and let me live a long, happy, healthy life. So a big example for me was on... I love avocado. I would eat avocado every day. But on Weight Watchers, I was getting these... 25 points a day and an avocado, half an avocado is 12 points of that. So why would I spend half my day eating an avocado when I could eat something much bigger and more substantial? And now in this case, I eat an avocado every day and I love my life and it's delicious and it's only like 120 calories. So it's just crazy how differently they structure foods and your method's a much better way for me to live. And I'm very excited about it. I love it. And I think going back to your point about Weight Watchers and the points, right? You can even say that calorie tracking and as I like to say, money in the bank, right? Your calorie money, you can spend it. And it's very similar to Weight Watchers in that respect. And there are pros and cons to diets. I mean, there are people that do these diets and truly do love them and they work for them. And I think it depends on a few different things. But I think especially with that Weight Watchers example, if you don't understand the differences between those points and why the points are the way they are, I mean, once you go through my program and understand what calories really are, it's more about understanding what's in your food as well, because all food has calories and all those calories for sure can fit, but a banana versus a Pop-Tart are completely different carb sources. And, you know, an egg versus whatever protein out there you may be thinking of, like there's differences between foods and not all food is created equal, although calories, quote unquote, could be created equal. Yeah. And that was the big unlock for me for sure. And like going to a restaurant and being like, okay, here's the menu. Here's what I'm going to get because this has just total estimation. This has 20 grams of protein and lettuce and tomato. And here's like half my plate of veggies and just a tiny bit of carbs. Like I would never picture structuring my meals that way. And now it's just so easy to go to a restaurant and be like, okay, I can eat this and not totally screw up how far I've come. Yeah. Amen. I love that. Thinking back to these old programs, why do you think you failed at dieting? What about those diets set you up to fail knowing what you know now? I feel like all of those diets set me up to binge without a doubt. Wow. Uh, There was one part of Weight Watchers I went through called power or something. And you could literally eat as much as you wanted of like 20 different foods. And it was whole wheat pasta and it was whole wheat bread and it was fat-free cheese. And yes, they made you more full than like a white bread or something, you know, because it was whole wheat, but it just put this into my brain that I can eat as much as I want whenever I want. Whole30 did the same thing because you can eat as much as you want as long as it sticks to their list of foods. So I was eating past fullness constantly and I always felt bloated and sick. And I think one of the best parts now is that So I'm eating at not necessarily structured times, but I'm just a very routine person and I like to eat at the same time every day. And I'm eating meals that hit all of my macros and hit my calorie count. And I'm always full, except when I wake up in the morning, which is never something I felt before. And I remember one of the first things you said to me was like, Dakota, you should feel hungry when you wake up in the morning and you should eat breakfast to start your day. And I was never one of those people. And now it's like during the day, I'm never craving anything. And I never have these huge binge attacks because I'm actually fueling myself throughout the day. And when I wake up in the morning, it's time for freaking breakfast. And I'm going to eat three, 400 calories and not feel guilty about it. Amen. And I think what's so wild about dieting is, and I've said this plenty of times and I'm preaching to the choir guys, but if you're constantly hungry, what are you going to do? 
eat food and think about food and obsess over it. And it just is going to get worse. The more hungry you get, the more you're going to keep focusing on wanting to have food and just thinking about it. And it's literally setting you up to eat and binge and overeat and not stick to your calories and your quote unquote diet program for you trying to lose weight. So it's so counterintuitive, but it is vital to be full and satisfied when you are trying to lose weight. It actually is so not what you want to be doing, trying to follow a program that's like promoting you being hungry and basically starving yourself. Like that's setting you up for literal weight gain. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Now with feeling full and satisfied, I mean, I know you Dakota, I know the calorie tracking piece was helpful. So you could realize how you could spend your calorie money, hit your numbers and feel satisfied. What did calorie tracking teach you that these other programs didn't quite connect for you at the time? Yeah. Biggest learning absolutely has been portion sizes. Kind of coming off of that whole binging piece where I could just eat however much I wanted. I never knew how much I was actually supposed to be eating and what was okay and what wasn't. So biggest part, I think as soon as I signed up for the program with you, I I bought a food scale. So day one, I was measuring literally everything. And it has given me such a good visual and mental note of how my plate it actually look. So now I'm actually seeing, okay, I should be eating meats about the size of my palm and I should be seeing more green on the plate than anything else. Like I'd kind of mentioned earlier, I'm pretty on top of tracking my calories every day still, even now we're not working together. I I still do it and I still weigh things. But if I go to a restaurant, I can just look at my plate and know, is this going to stuff me or am I going to be totally satisfied at the end? And I think Calorie counting was a huge part of that because you can really even out what all of your meals look like and know about how many calories you should be spending that money on every single meal. And it just made living life without constantly having to track really, really easy. Love it. Yeah. So I would just say it really helps you not only to know how much you should be eating number wise, but also just portion wise on your plate. Yeah. And I think for you too, there's something you just said there about tracking and being really diligent with it. And I have to let the listeners in on a little secret because Dakota is a planner. Her food photos are so fire and look so gorgeous. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Like you should have an Instagram page for your food photos. So aesthetically pleasing, but Dakota is a great example. And you know, I have to brag on her for a moment. When you pre-track your food and really plan out your day, it's not just about tracking your food and having those numbers there. It's about also what you're doing with those numbers. And what I'm really hearing from everything you said is tracking your food, but with intention of trying to hit certain numbers and feeling like, okay, you know, if I want to fit this in, how am I going to fit it in? It's almost like a puzzle, right? And when we approach food in this way, where it's like, we're exploring how we can make this puzzle work and fit for ourselves instead of like us trying to fit our bodies into this puzzle where we don't want to fit. That's where the true success comes from because you're using those numbers to empower you and to understand what it's going to take for you to get to your goals instead of just using numbers and just focusing on hitting a certain number when you don't understand why you're doing it. Yeah, no, you you totally nailed it. I think to some people, this might sound a little psycho, but like you said, Lauren, I plan out my meals every night before I go to bed for the next day. So I wake up with a plan and not derail myself. And it literally only takes like 15 minutes. It's not crazy. It's super easy now that you know you gave this really fantastic formula to follow. And I make sure I hit every night before I go to bed, I'm going to hit my 100 grams of protein tomorrow and I'm not going to go over 106 grams of carbs. And if I know that I'm going out to dinner that night, I'll eat more protein in the morning and just not a good source of protein at night. And it's so easy. Oh my... Guys, if you could see my face right now, 
<laughs> you could be shook because Dakota is proof of prioritizing yourself and what can happen. I think it's wild that we think like planning like that. It is not psycho because we are allowed to plan to buy a house. We're allowed to plan to how to get our dream car. We're allowed to plan how to get our favorite freaking purse that we have wanted our entire life, our favorite designer purse. But when it comes to planning how we're going to eat our food so we can achieve our weight loss goals and also just be able to fuel our bodies for life, that is not psycho. That is being strategic and making sure it's a priority. We prioritize what's important to us. And you reached a point, your absolute breaking point, your highest weight on the scale, didn't recognize yourself in photos, didn't even want to be in photos, right? Yeah. And use that as a catalyst to make sure you're freaking prioritizing Dakota. And I think that's inspiration. Yeah. I don't think that's psycho. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's been a really fun transition. And like I said, it's easy. So if I can say that to anyone out there, it's not hard to do. It's not hard to change your mindset and you feel good when you do. I love that. And especially thinking back to that old Dakota over three months ago now, like when I first met you, I still remember that moment. If you could give any advice to the listeners of when you're first beginning, because don't get me wrong, guys, I know calorie tracking can be overwhelming, dependent on your work schedule, life, you know, obligations that you have and fitting this in. And you don't have to go cold turkey from never tracking your calories to tracking perfectly seven days a week, every single bite of food, like that shit's overwhelming. What advice would you give listeners that currently feel overwhelmed? overwhelmed with the idea of pre-tracking their food? A couple things. I think first thing is don't be scared. Once you get a hang of it, take a week, take two weeks, it just becomes second nature. And it's so easy to accomplish. I know you all have 15 minutes for yourselves, whether it's, you know, you're commuting or right before you go to bed, or even when you're laying in bed, you have those 15 minutes and just do it for yourself. And I think everyone, especially these days when times are really, really hard, taking those 15 minutes to set yourself up for success is something that you need and something you deserve. Something else I would say is 1000% trust the process. And I that's such like a sorority saying, right? During oh, a corny. <laughs> <laughs> trust the process. But it's true. You're going to start your first month counting calories and you're going to get used to that immediately. And then you're going to focus on your macros. And I thought for sure, absolutely no way am I going to be able to eat 100 grams of protein every day. And then you see, okay, well, that's actually super freaking easy. And I have been depriving myself of chicken for my entire life. It's way easier than you expect. And there's protein, good sources of food that you don't expect and maybe have been staying away from. Get excited about it because you have literally nothing to lose except weight. That is like the most golden saying. I am copping that from you. I am going to do. That's amazing. The only thing you have to lose is your weight. And if you don't try this and you don't try to even trust the process, the only other result that will happen is you stay in the same weight feeling upset and not to use that as a fear way to kind of motivate you guys, but you really have two options here. You either make a change and stick with it, even if you're not seeing results or you just try and you try until you can't stop trying and you just keep going. And that's really the only thing you can do. So with that in mind, we're talking a lot about motivation, Dakota, and being motivated even when you're not seeing results. So for those women out there, maybe that they're tracking calories, working really hard, maybe they've seen a little movement on the scale, but they're kind of feeling defeated about not seeing a ton of movement on the scale. I know you've been there. I know your story. I know there were absolutely times like so many of the women that I've worked with where you're seeing some results, but you want more and it kind of is defeating that you're not at your goal yet. How do you stay motivated during that time? What advice would you give other women that are experiencing that like doubt and frustration? 
Yeah, I have been dying to talk about this part because you know how excited I am. So just a little backstory first. Like I had mentioned earlier, I lost my first 10 pounds pretty quickly, right? Would you agree, Lauren? I was maybe losing like a pound to a pound in a quarter a week. We were on cruise control and it made you feel good at first. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm going to keep losing weight forever. I'm going to be so skinny. This is fantastic. And then like two months in, we're on the last month of the program. Everyone else is in the group is killing it. And now all of a sudden I haven't lost weight in like two or three weeks. And I keep going up. I'm fluctuating up and down one pound. And it was so frustrating. And you kept pushing me to take progress photos because I had taken like very beginning photos and then photos in the middle. And the photos in the middle, I thought were crazy. And the progress looked amazing. Killer. Oh my goodness. 10 pounds, I just, but it looked like 15, 20. It was huge. It was such a huge difference. And so the thought of having to take progress photos again when I'd only lost like two pounds in between those middle photos and now was, was really hard because I thought it was going to look exactly the same when I saw him. So I took him for you the last day of the program. It had now been a month where I had maybe only lost a pound, maybe nothing. And I was really frustrated with myself and honestly only took them because you told me to. I love this story. (laughs) Hit me with the punchline. So I take him and I make my little photo grid and sorry for the language, but I was like, holy shit. It was a two pound difference between my middle photos and the last ones. And I had a waist I never knew I had. My stomach actually looked tight as opposed to looking kind of lumpy. And it was two freaking pounds. I was shocked. I was shocked. And I sent them to you and you were shocked and it was great. And what did I say? Progress photos are king. I never would have known that... I had made that much progress unless I had taken those photos. And honestly, those photos are now what motivates me every day when I don't want to try or I feel bloated or I feel like I gained weight. I literally just go back into my photo album and I look at them. Yeah. And this is living proof. And I say that all the time. I'm so corny, guys. But Dakota is really living proof of the transition from weight loss to fat loss. Because of course, and I say this like a broken record, the scale matters. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Dakota, the scale doesn't matter and what you think of it. I know you care. Just like I care about the scale. And just like we all want your scale to move in the direction you want it to. But there reaches a point on your journey where body composition has to be a focus for you with the direction your body wants to go in and whatever, 5, 10, 50, whatever amount of weight left you quote unquote want to lose. If you only lose two pounds, but your core is tighter and you've lost fat and you've gained muscle and you look fly as fuck, excuse my French guys, (laughs) you aren't going to care if you lost two pounds or three pounds or five pounds. Like you care about how you look. Agree. My goal at the beginning of the program was to lose 15 pounds. And I knew that was pretty lofty in three months, but I was like, whatever, let's give it a shot. Now it's been two weeks out of the program. So we went through the three months, two weeks out, and I've still only lost 13 pounds total. But like you said, I don't even really care that much anymore because I look so different than even like years ago when I lost more because I'm tighter and I have a waist and I had no idea I ever had a waist. Oh my goodness. And 13 out of 15, I mean, we just give you, I mean, if we were to rank that for like percentages, that would be a passing grade in school. What? (laughs) 13 divided by 15. What is that? That's an 86% for golden. You did a good freaking job. Absolutely. No, we definitely did. And I'm so proud of where... I've come and where we've come together with all of your help. Yeah. So just advice for anyone out there. If you don't want to take the photos, take the freaking photos. Because if you go through the program and you hated how you looked, even if you didn't lose as much as you wanted, you're going to love how you looked compared to those first pictures. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for you, like day one, you felt okay taking progress photos. I know it was a push because in the program, we we have you take progress photos. Why do you think you were so hesitant of taking those final progress photos? 
I was scared I wasn't going to see the results that I thought I had earned, which sounds so stupid because, you know, losing, I can't even remember how much weight it was at that point, but I expected to look a way that I didn't think I was actually going to look. And I ended up looking better than what I had thought I would. I mean, worst case scenario, you look exactly the same as your first photo. Best case scenario, you're going to look even better than you imagined. You really honestly can't understand how the macros and the calorie counting change your body shape until you've actually seen it. Yeah. And I think it goes back to the saying that you said, trusting the process. You've never done this before. So to think that your results are going to be exactly the same like these other programs that you've been on before, it's comparing apples to oranges or you know two completely different things. This is a completely different journey. So our mindset also has to be completely different with how we track our progress, how we view our progress, how we view success, right? And really what success means when you are quote unquote dieting or losing weight and achieving these goals. How would you recommend us other women to track their progress, knowing that this journey is going to be completely different than maybe Weight Watchers or Whole30 or whatever juice cleanse or whatever program they've been (laughs) on in the past. Like these other programs promote weight loss, right? Most programs don't promote like measurements or photos, you know, all these different things. But in the past, you would use weight loss as your indicator of success, which is why it was so heavily pushed when we first began. What are some other ways that you would recommend to track progress? I think it's it's not even just visual or... I mean, visual when it comes to photos or visual when it comes to the scale. Like you had said, you can track your progress by the choices you're making. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me is now when I wake up in the morning, like I said, I eat breakfast. That's a choice I didn't make before. I choose chicken and veggie stir fry over going to Taco Bell. I choose to go out with my friends and actually have a drink and eat dinner with them as opposed to staying at home at night by myself. And it's progress that you would never expect would be a way to track your success. So just noticing those little changes, progress could also be the way that you feel during a workout. So during my workouts now, I don't feel as tired or like I want to quit like I used to because I actually eat carbs before I go to the gym or eat my protein afterwards. So I don't feel like I'm going to pass out. It's little stuff like that, that you know, you never would have done in the past. It could also be your friends saying, holy crap, you look amazing. And maybe you don't feel amazing, but other people do see that. Yeah. What I'm really hearing from you that I absolutely love and I I really admire and think a lot of women need to hear this is of course the weight and how you look and those body changes our progress. You're coming into your weight loss journey wanting those results, but you're really doing yourself a disservice if you're not looking at the other things in addition to what you look like on your journey, especially being young, 27, about to get married, like going out with friends. This is the time of your life, just like any point. And I think coronavirus really proves this, like the time you can spend with others is so vital and important that if you're going to waste years of your amazing lives, not going out with friends, out to dinner, getting drinks, you know, having that glass of sangria, glass wine or margarita or whatever, whatever you love, you're wasting your life, right? And as much as we have these aesthetic goals, instead of just cutting that out, why can't we fit that in? That is success. And it's something that dieting really takes from you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, one of my biggest fears when we started was that I couldn't go hang out with my friends. And, you know, I'd watch them drink and I'd watch them order the French fries and they're all so skinny. And I'm like, I just don't understand how it's possible. And I would make up excuses to not go out with them because I didn't want to gain weight. Now I don't have to be scared anymore and I can actually have fun. And it's so important, like you said, right now, because life is crazy. And any time you can take with your friends, and if that includes enjoying a cocktail, freaking do it. Yeah. 
always say yes to the cocktail. Always. That's a rule. That is now a rule in this organization. I love this. Well, Dakota, to wrap things up, what advice, besides the amazing advice you're already given, what advice would you give other fit babes that are just starting off on their journey and really just need to take that first dive into calorie tracking and getting the damn thing done when it comes to their goals? What advice would you give them? Yeah, I think if you're scared or hesitant or worried about success rate, try it on your own first and just see... I mean, obviously, if you're here, you all follow Lauren or maybe you just started following or maybe you're starting with podcasts and then go follow her Instagram. Do it because that's how I started too. And she gives you such great advice Instagram that can get you started off on the right foot. So if you are scared to share that beginning with other women in your small group coaching or even share it with Lauren, try it on your own and and see what you think. And don't be scared because you're just tracking in an app. No one can see that except for you. No one can see your progress at that moment except for you. And then go on from there. Like I said, it's easy once you get the hang of it. So I think if you do one thing for yourself this quarantine, it's just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Just show up for yourself. As I say, give it a shot. And like we talked about, the worst thing that could happen is maybe, yeah, you fail. And yeah, I'm saying that, you know, maybe you fail, but that failure is not permanent. If you never start, you never even can get the opportunity to fail, right? If you're never even starting your journey, you're just living your life the same way. You're not even putting forth an effort to change your body. So you are going to fail. Let's normalize failure. And even if you're not doing something with another group of women or something, you still have the choice today, whether or not you start. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even if you think it's just going to be another diet that doesn't work, or you're just going to gain it all back, then why are you willing to try that past diet, but you're not willing to try this one? Amen. Do it. Yeah, just do it. Nike, just do it. Love it. I always think of Nike. Well, this was so amazing, Dakota. Thank you so much for being on. You shared so much value today. Oh, well, thank you. I'm seriously so excited to be here. And I loved your program so much. If I could tell the whole world about it, I will absolutely do it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being so amazing. It's been a really, really great past couple of months. It's been a great ride. And let's just say I can't wait till Dakota gets in that wedding dress. You tried (laughs) dieting in high school to fit into your prom dress. Now it's about a sustainable lifestyle change to get in your wedding dress. Absolutely. I can't wait to send photos. I love it. I love it, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Looking to lose 10, 20, or 30 pounds? You are not alone. I've transformed women to become fit babes all around the world with my proven method. Apply for my group coaching program at thesororitynutritionist.com.